Oh, hey Jimmy, how's it going? Good, how are you? Ah! What'd you do that for? Just a quick fringe! Rise and shine, bitches! Welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Pinch. I'm your host, Connie Wang. And I'm your... Uh, are we co-host? Yes, we're there now. Co-host, co... Uh, You're not a permanent co-host. Don't get I'm too comfortable. Uh, but I'm Connie's boyfriend, so I am a permanent fixture of the podcast. Yes, yes. Even if I don't have an official title right now. Did you even say your name? People uh, know who I am, right? Sure. Happy summer, friends! Today we are recording on Memorial Day, which is basically kicking off the summer season. Um, so summer is finally here. Jimmy, what's your what's your favorite part of summer? Um, it's definitely not the sun. <laughs> it's definitely not the beach. He's not a very uh, sun, which is ironic. Uh, and it's definitely not the like scorching warm weather either. Um, yeah, I'm not really a summer person, Connie. You know this about we me. like, but I do like drinking outdoors. Um, so basically, the weather is nicer. There's more weddings, parties, but with that, there's also things that are not so not so pleasant all the time. Um. I can think of things like drinking, and with that comes hangovers. Specifically, anxiety is something I wanted to discuss today. Um, warmer weather. I also think of like skin and topics like body image come to mind and insecurities in general, which is why for today's episode, I wanted to discuss not just a hot girl summer, but a healing girl summer. I want whoever is listening out there to know that you're not alone if you experience any of these things that can make summer just like not as pleasant of a season in general. And I'm just here to give you some tools and things that you can use to make this your best summer yet. First things first, Jimmy, I would be remiss if I didn't introduce Hot Girl Huddle. Hit it, editing Connie. Alrighty, Jimmy, first things first, we have our healthcare horoscopes. I'm gonna grab our tarot cards for the week. I do like some tarot cards. How are you feeling about your week ahead? Um, well, it's only four days, so... Mm. But I feel like every time it's a four-day week, I do five days of work in those four days. Yeah, so there's like a little bit of panic. doesn't exactly help me. Not really a panic, just more, you know, there's still, you know, 40 hours of things to do in 32 hours. Very profound. Um, okay, so I'm just shuffling the tarot cards right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to pick our card for the week? Yes, please. Okay, you can pick our card. So this is going to be the tarot card for the week of May 30th. Okay, pick. Alright, what do we got? Ooh, we're not going to like this one. Is it death? The devil. Okay. 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 We can make it work. Is it upright? Okay, Ooh, it's upright. Upright devil. It's um, even scary. I don't like this. He's got some scary horns. He, he looks like uh, like the Sabrina the Teenage Witch like remake Oh, that devil. was a good devil. You guys should watch that. Yeah. Um, okay, spooky. let me Google what this means. The devil. Upright. Big Kiernan Shipka fan, if you remember her from Mad Men. She played Sally Draper. The devil upright tarot card meaning. Okay. I don't like this. This is kind of Well, you know what? Sometimes we get tarot cards that aren't exactly <sighs> positive, and we still have to accept our fates, because okay. that was the heart of the cards, Yu-Gi-Oh! Kind okay, of okay, okay. Um, so, the devil card represents your shadow or darker side and the negative forces that constrain you and hold you back from the best version of yourself. Okay, so like maybe we should work on identifying our devil this week. Ooh, that's a really good one. Have you been listening to me recently? No, <laughs> Have you listened just, to my podcast? I'm just really profound. I do listen to the pod from time to time. Oh, 
Oh, wait, this is like actually kind of what you said. The devil card often appears when you've been tricked into thinking you have no control over your shadow self or these negative forces and that you can never break free from their hold. You believe you need it and you must have it, even if it means going against what you know to be right to obtain it. Deep down, though, you know it's to your detriment and you are only doing yourself a disservice when you cave into these lower needs and desires. So to break free of these negative patterns, you have to acknowledge the hold they have on you and the impact they have on your life. Oh, wait, this is, wait, you were so right. When the devil shows up in a tarot reading, see it as an opportunity to bring these negative influences into your conscious awareness so that you can then take action to free yourself from their hold. Shine your light on the negative patterns that have been standing in your way for so long, and over time, you will loosen the grip they have on you. So what do you think your devil is? I don't know. I'm a pretty awesome person. Yeah, but, uh, you have some toxic <laughs> traits, so let's be honest. Okay, wait, you start. What do you think is your, like, what What are your, like, devil kind of traits that you can focus on this week? I feel like procrastination. Okay, that's good. What do we think this procrastination is about? Um, that I don't really want to do work at okay. work, despite <laughs> getting paid handsomely to do so. Okay. <laughs> and so how are we going to work on this? Um, you know, I think I'll, you know, I'll start the week strong, hopefully make some to-do lists, like actually carve out some time to work on some things I've been putting off. Mm-hmm. You know, just move the needle on some things, as okay. we say in the biz. Okay, we're going to move some needles this week. I feel like I've heard a lot of people say that phrase recently. Me too. Yeah. I think because I, I've been hearing it more, so I've been saying it, and then you've been hearing me say it, and yeah. Anytime we hear like a little corporate speak term like that, we're like, oh yeah, that's oh, well, that. last in the we... new uh, Wang Hanshaw organization. This is our like water cooler talk. Yeah. Last week we kept saying behooves you. Behooves you. Yeah, no, that one's so last yeah. week. Um, wait, okay, I think this is actually kind of relevant because my theme, I think is, uh, my like devil is that I tend to, and I actually discussed this in last week's episode, I tend to think I'm doing worse than I actually am. And then that like feeling that I'm doing worse kind of makes me keep doing worse when really like if I just step back and take a deep breath and tell myself like it's really not that bad like it's not as bad as you think you're doing fine then I end up doing fine like so for example last week I did this like I don't know I feel bad admitting this on air um last week I feel like I didn't really do that great of a filling and I needed my preceptor to help me which is kind of funny because, like, A, it's just a filling. And, like, B, in hindsight, someday I'll look back on this and be like, this is so not a big deal. But it just made me feel really bad. And I thought that, like, she was really disappointed in me and, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it ended up being fine. She was like, no, like, everything looked fine. Like, even I make these mistakes all the time. Like, it's, it's not a big deal. So then, yeah, I just, I just think it's interesting how in my head I inflate issues to be so much worse than they actually are. And I think the root of that is because I think I take things too personally. But anyway, so yep. this week I'm going to try to not take things too personally, just see things as they are, and just not uh, spiral in my head about how bad they could be. And yeah, yeah, you're just there to learn. Just drill some teeth. Have some fun. I feel like I should make that into a t-shirt. Like, just drill some teeth and have some fun. Anywho, that's all we have this week for the healthcare horoscopes. Now let's get into spit talk. <laughs> Alrighty, we, we lost a soldier, you guys. Jimmy uh, wanted to go play his video games, so he's sitting next to me. I'm still here! Oh, so now you want to talk. 
No, I'm just, I just happen to be here. He said it, he happens to be here while I'm recording. Um, but anyways, today I'm going to talk to my loyal listeners about how... <laughs> Are you saying I'm disloyal? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sleepy and you put off... He's just a little sleepy right Monday? now. Yeah, anyways, I wanted to discuss fun summer activities that we should do because I realized, like, this is kind of the last summer vacation of my life. Um, now, disclaimer, I don't actually get a real summer vacation this year. I don't think, but it's my last summer in school as a student and I just feel like I have to take advantage of that mentality because adulthood is coming whether I like it or not, okay you guys? I am scared. So anyways, to combat that fear, I have this running list of things I want to do for summer activities. Okay, Jimmy, are you listening? <clears throat> I'm listening. I'm taking notes. Okay, good. Number one, can we draw in chalk on the sidewalk? Absolutely not. Why? What's wrong with that one? We can do that if you want. We can, we can do it. Okay. We just don't have side. We don't have sidewalk that we own to draw on. Who cares? I feel like kind of a dick. I don't know why. I just think it would be fun. It'll be like happy graffiti. They would appreciate it. If anything, our apartment would be like, oh look, they like spruced up the the scenery. I don't know. I've seen some uh, chalk art from kids in our community. <laughs> uh, it does not spruce anything. No, mine is just gonna be like a heart, and it'll be like Jimmy plus Connie. I can do like cute little like bubble letters. Okay. And like, oh my gosh. Okay, so what I was thinking was I could do that like geometric S. You know the one where you know the one. It's like the like yeah, yeah. like the lines. You do three lines yeah, and then you, you connect it with line, other line, three line, lines. Yeah, line, yeah. Line, line, and then you do like diagonals. Hopefully anyone listening understands this. Okay, you guys know the geometric S was pivotal to our childhood. Uh-huh. And there's definitely kids that like picked it up from older siblings. No, okay, my my notebook used to be scrawled with the geometric S, but it was kind of like double meaning because the person I had a crush on, their name started with an S. So Whoa. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I was boy crazy back then. S, but uh, I did I knew I think we called it like the surfer S. Yeah, there was something like skate or surfer about it. Like yeah. people that started the S, like they definitely wore etnies. There's yeah. like a direct correlation. And we're both like shore town people. Yeah, so we are. We're probably just like unaware that there's so many people out there that are like, wait, what are they talking about right now? Right like, in, if you remember the geometric S, the surfer we'll, S. Maybe we'll throw up a story. Uh, Connie's gonna read. Connie's gonna draw one. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like, I, I kind of think I could. Ooh, do you want to have a competition to see who could draw it better? Yeah, can you give me a sticky note? Um, see, if we had a Patreon, this is what would be on it. This is the exclusive content that would be on it. That's strong. Um, so, okay, number two on my to-do list. Are you listening? Mm-hmm. Get um, ice cream more often. Okay. That's it. Um, three, ride my bike more. And, um, three, Not A, a get a bike first, actually, then ride it. Outside. I do have a bike. Connie can use blue bikes, though. We can ride. Do you think I could share your bike? I think you're too small. Okay. Um, I think I'm, I'm almost too small for my bike. <laughs> okay. Number four for things I want to do this summer. Go to a lake of some sort, because lakes are actually my favorite body of water. Did you know that? No. Because, like, oceans are a little too salty. Lakes, I'll admit, are, like, a little dirty, but... I grew up, um, when I was a kid, I used to go to my friend's grandparents' lake house all the time, and that was just such a happy place for me. Like, we used to feed the swans the bread, the swans would get angry and chase us. It was, it was just a good time. Um, so do you think we could maybe, like, find a lake of some sort to go to? Or, like, a fresh body of water? Yeah. It could be, like, an estuary, if you want. We like those. Okay. Um, number five, I would like to make more elaborate desserts. I don't know why, I just really want to make like a fruit tart or some type of like layered 
trifle or something where there's layers where it's like cake topic another topic another layer of cake you know what i mean yeah i feel it okay that's all i have on my list of summer activities do you have anything yeah i want to go to like maybe like some don't say concerts okay oh batting cages interesting yeah do you really want to see me with a bat now i'm rethinking it okay there you go (laughs) anything else you want to do this summer um yeah, I think we should go to, I want to do some, like, mini golf. I want to do all those, like, kind of touristy type. Do you really want to see me with a golf club in my head? I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, anyways, that's all I have this week for Spit Talk. If you think of any fun summer activities, let me know and leave a review for what you think that Jimmy and I could do. Can we go um, to the water park? No, water parks disgust me. Can we go to the amusement park? I'm afraid of heights. Jesus Christ, I'm outing. I have a lot of problems. she's just not good at having fun. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, maybe that's the problem. Maybe I'm just not good at it. But the devil card told me to not let me think that I'm not doing good. Anyways, um, now time for the main episode. Okay, you guys, so like I said in the introduction, I wanted this episode to kind of be like a summer guide, but like a healing summer guide for anyone out there where summer isn't always synonymous with like perfection and happiness. I know some people are just like, I love summer, summer's perfect. But the thing is, like, there's a lot going on in the summer. Um, And two topics came to mind, one being body image and things like that, and then two being anxiety and drinking and those topics as well, because... Honestly, I just felt like it'd be fun to do kind of like a girl talk moment here, girl to girl with you guys or any guys that are listening too, because this can apply to anyone, honestly. And these are just two things that I've personally had to deal with the last few years. Um, Now, I will attach like a trigger warning to this because it is a sensitive topic and I haven't really talked about it because honestly, I'm still learning how to process this all myself. So forgive me if I'm not exactly like saying the quote unquote right things. I think it's just important for me to share where I'm at and use this vulnerability to help others, as scary as it is for me right now. um, I think it's just important for me to use this to help others rather than wait to talk about this for when I feel better about it and everything is like air quotes fixed because I don't know if that's ever really like even a thing. And like you guys know how I am. I honestly share like everything with you guys. And so at first I wanted to talk about this, but then as I was planning this episode, I got a little scared because as much as I am truly vulnerable with you guys. It's really different with this situation because this is something I'm still actively working through and for some reason I just I feel a little embarrassed to admit for some reason that I'm struggling with this even though I would never judge anyone else for sharing this or feeling this way. So I'm not sure why I feel like it's embarrassing for myself to admit. This is just we're just exploring new things together, okay? Um, But I just think because I feel like I've been doing this whole like Instagram influencer thing for a while now. I feel like I'm like supposed to be confident and I'm supposed to have it all together and I'm supposed to have the answers and not care what anybody thinks and I'm supposed to be secure and this and that. And the thing is, I'm honestly just your typical 26 year old girl. So this is my story and I just, I hope this helps someone out there somehow in feeling less alone. Again, like this isn't advice or this isn't like anything like that. This is just me sharing with you so that way I can kind of help normalize this experience. So anyways, that was a very long-winded introduction into the whole body image topic, but 
my story is anyways growing up i've always been super athletic i ran around a lot as a child and i competed in outdoor track and i was actually pretty good at it um and i also played field hockey in high school so back then i never really had to worry about my body image or weight or anything like that i was just a very fit person growing up and my whole family is really fit um, then I went to college and obviously with going out more and drinking and not playing sports throughout the seasons Also having unlimited dining hall with foods that I never really ate growing up Like literally you should have seen me in the in the fruity pebbles line. I went crazy for any sort of like artificial <laughs> cereal but anyways um, so yeah, I gained a little weight in college, but it was never something I really worried about because I always just knew I would lose it if I just exercised a little more and ate a little better because I had a pretty good metabolism and it didn't really bother me. But then somewhere around like the last two to three years, I've noticed it's just been a lot harder for me to lose weight and things that used to work and the ease of it all just didn't work anymore. And I found weight sticking in areas that like I never really noticed before, like cellulite stretch marks, the whole, like all of the normal parts of growing up and things like that. Also living with your significant other, I must say, is something that really messes with you because uh, relationship weight is totally a thing. And also it's, it's, it's an inconvenient truth that it's hard if you're trying to be on a fitness journey, but then they're not as much, not to call Jimmy out, but it's just, it's just hard because like you're two people trying to live together. Um, so also, I feel like I've heard somewhere before that you actually have like a second puberty in your mid-20s or 30s. It's not like a scientific puberty. I think it's just more the idea that as you get older, your life starts to change and you notice the physical changes as well. But anyways, all of this combined has really messed with me a little bit. Um, I have good days where I don't notice anything and feel good, obviously, but I also have bad days. And on the bad days, it actually is like a really, like I, I kind of freak out and I feel a little panicked. Um, in the past, I've said no to doing certain activities or I, f I feel apprehensive about doing certain things because I don't always feel comfortable in my own skin. And I'm just kind of grappling with the idea that I don't look the way that I used to and my methods don't work the way they used to. And I have to come to terms with the fact that I just have to create a new lifestyle for myself. And honestly, it's hard sometimes. The best way I can describe how I feel going through this is it's just hard sometimes looking in the mirror and feeling like I don't recognize myself or have my old body anymore, like it's causing an identity crisis. And that's just something that I want other people in their mid-20s or going through this second puberty to know is that you're not alone. Maybe it's not like normal and I should be getting help or something, but just know that you're not alone in this. So here's the thing, I'm not here to give you any diet tips or exercise tips because that's truly not my place. I'm not someone that's specialized in this. I just really wanted to kind of discuss this because even me discussing this with my microphone just feels a little bit taboo. I feel like this is a topic that I shouldn't be sharing out loud and I shouldn't be talking about. Um, but that's kind of messed up because then the more that people try to perpetuate and like hide this and like the more that people are less transparent about these kind of things, the worst it makes for anybody else out there going through the same thing. So yeah, this is just why I think it's important to share and why this is part of today's episode. Um, for now, I can only give you what's helped me. So one of those things that's helped me when I'm struggling with body image issues and things like that is I constantly remind myself no one in the history of the world was ever remembered for their weight. No one has ever changed the world because they were skinny or because their weight was a certain number like XYZ. People remember you for how you make them feel how you impact those around you and the kind of person that you are and your body image which is honestly just like a mental construct basically is not a reflection of any of that 
So one thing that makes me feel better is doing some of these journal prompts. Um, the first thing I do is I write down everything that's ever made my heart feel happy, like things that have made me feel proud of myself, experiences that I really enjoyed and things that I'm thankful for. And then also I write down number two, I write down what I want to be remembered for someday, kind of like an obituary almost, which is kind of morbid to think about. But these are just things that I want to accomplish and how I want to be remembered or how I want to change the world and make other people feel. And I like this activity because by doing this, you start to notice the correlation that or the lack of correlation that none of those things from your past that made you happy and proud and none of those things that you want for your future involve how you see your body. Another helpful thing is I think of three people that have inspired me. So you know, think of three of your role models or three people that you really look up to and admire and think about what it is about them that inspires you. And this might also help you recognize that nothing about this was about their physical appearance. And this just kind of reminds me to be more kind to myself and not zoom in and feel so conf consumed by these thoughts and feelings. And another journal prompt that I really, really like um, is I write down three memories that I wouldn't have had without my body and like three it's basically like three experiences that I'm thankful for so for example I like to think about like hikes that I went on in Hawaii with my family or fun nights out dancing with friends and things like that and it's kind of like putting the physical aspect of your body back into place like like my body takes care of me it lets me move it lets me like experience this life it's like a it's it's like a vessel for me really um instead of attaching so much of like my self-worth to this. I'm also trying to see this idea of like not feeling like myself or feeling like the old me I knew as actually like a new beginning of sorts. And I tell myself like this is a new era where I can develop new hobbies and a new lifestyle. And I, I just try to see it as like a new adventure because the thing is the old me, even though I didn't have to worry about what I ate or what I wore, even though that was convenient, <laughs> at the end of the day, I still didn't really take that good care of myself and I want to be someone moving into my 30s that is physically healthy and fit and like has good habits. So this is my opportunity now to create a new identity around that. Old college me wouldn't try to eat as healthy as I do now and old college me um, probably wouldn't be as doing doing as many new activities as I do now. So the way I just approach this is thinking about what was like a heavy, painful thought that I realized would just be easier to put down and let go of. Like think of any heavy burdens that you're carrying with you and realize like you can just put them down and let them go. And for me, that was the idea that I look and feel different than I used to. Anyways, that's what I have. I hope that you can use these journal prompts and these reflective thinking prompts um, to help you guys through whatever you're going through. And I just wanna stress that body positivity and self-confidence and all of this isn't something that one day you just wake up and you're cured. It's not going to be like you just make like a couple lifestyle changes and then all of a sudden life is perfect, but it's something that it's normal to have ups and downs and it's something that you can live a happy life with, but just know that it's not as linear as you, as like the world tries to make it seem. Your experience is completely valid with everything and yeah, no matter what, what you're going through, you're not alone. Okay, next up, I want to discuss anxiety and drinking because apparently I'm just out here exposing everything about myself right now. Um, but another topic that's near and dear to my heart is anxiety. Some of you might res resonate with this. And with the summer months of like more events and drinking coming around, this just seemed relevant. So for anyone that doesn't know this term, anxiety is basically something that happens after a night of drinking alcohol, where the next morning or as you're trying to sleep at night, you have difficulty sleeping, you feel anxious about your actions or anything you said or did the night before. And it's overall honestly not a good time like you worry if you said or did anything embarrassing or if you offended anyone and for me it felt like 
kind of having like a mental trap because you're trying to sleep and everyone else is asleep and then instead you're up having these like inflated unrealistic worries and I, I promise you guys everything just feels worse from 3 to 4 a.m now this is actually a big reason why i've cut out alcohol um a lot in dental school uh whereas in pharmacy school i i used to drink a lot more um that and also the fact that i literally don't have like the enzymes and liver capacity also it's just like not as fun for me anymore and it's expensive and time consuming but anyways, I just want anyone out there to know that if you experience this, it's actually a scientific thing. It's not like you're a bad person and you're up worrying about it. It took me a while to realize that this was even a thing. So for a while, I used to just like spiral and think that the problem was whatever I was worried about until slowly I noticed that this was a pattern of happening after I was drinking. And that's when I realized like, oh, okay, it's not like me. It's just like my brain. So actually, I learned a little bit about this in pharmacy school, but what happens is, so when you drink, you have this influx of a neurotransmitter that's called GABA. Um, basically, GABA's job is just to make you feel like relaxed and calm and to just kind of quiet things down, which is part of why people find drinking to be relaxing. But what happens is that after, when you stop drinking, then you basically have these withdrawal symptoms. Um, and so once you take all of that away, once you stop the drinking, then that's why anxiety follows after. And it causes like an interruption in sleep. Oh my gosh, Ellie is freaking out. She's literally like staring me in the eyes like freak. This, this happens every time I try to record. I don't know why. I think she just thinks it's like funny. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Ellie. Basically with that withdrawal, it affects your sleep and then it causes like more of an onset of anxiety after. There's, there's definitely more to it, but that's basically just like a super simplified version of what's going on. Um, and honestly, I think it's also normal for your relationship with drinking to change as you transition through phases in your life as well. Like, for example, if drinking was a big part of your social life before in school and stuff like that, it's normal if you want to change your lifestyle and if you want to cut it out. I feel like when you're young, you think like, oh, this is what I'm like supposed to do in my 20s and like blah, blah, blah. But honestly, like I just I feel so much better cutting it out of my life. Also, socially indulge in drinking like once in a while, but it's just like not like it used to be in college, obviously. And I think that's like normal as you grow up. Um, but basically, these are some tools that I use to fight anxiety if you suffer from it you might be able to benefit from it too so one thing i do want to say is i've tried googling solutions for years and honestly it's kind of annoying because all of the results are like have you tried drinking in moderation and i'm just like okay i know but if i'm googling this then don't you think it's already a little too late but yeah just to preface this drinking less is technically a solution apparently <laughs> but Number two, you just have to realize that even though this manifests as being like a psychological type of thing, it's a very real physiologic reaction, just like anxiety is, and you have to treat it as such. So if you have a hangover, like make sure that you're treating the physical symptoms. So hydration and eating the right foods, doing things that typically make you feel better. And I say it this way because everyone and even every hangover is obviously different. Like sometimes there's hangovers where I'm fine and I feel like having a healthy smoothie and like getting a light sweat or workout in and that's actually what makes me feel better um because it's like I feel like I'm getting my control back and taking care of myself and then other times you know what I mean it's just it's it's gonna be rough um but the idea is you like you have to know what would make you feel best in that specific situation and take good care of yourself it's kind of like the Snickers commercial where it's like you're not you when you're hungry like you literally aren't yourself mentally physically emotionally if you're not doing good so just make sure that you're not dehydrated and treat yourself and your body as you normally would with like a hangover even if you don't physically feel it there probably is some kind of like a physical root to it 
Also, a hot shower. I've discussed this before because my dad's solution for everything in life uh, was a hot shower to make you feel better. Like, I literally slap that advice onto everything ever. My friends will be like, oh, like, this happened, insert situation, and then I'll be like, that sucks. Have you tried a hot shower? <laughs> They're probably annoyed. Sorry, guys, if, if I've ever slapped that onto a solution. Um, number three, this is actually pretty helpful. Making plans the next day is really nice because it kind of gives you a return back to your normal life. Like if I'm feeling anxiety and worrying about something in the middle of the night, I know that I'll have a reprieve in a couple hours, which will be to like get breakfast with a friend or like get up and do something. And alternatively, you can even like plan to stay home and do nothing, but just the act of like planning for it feels special. Like planning to get up at this time, put on these sweats, take a shower, make this food, watch this show. That's enough of a plan to get you out of your head. And for some reason, I can justify this a little bit more because I feel really bad about myself on the days where I just let the time pass and I feel like I wasted the day. But if you planned to waste the day, you see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not as bad for some reason. I, this just all feels like wrong for me to be advocating for this, but I'm just letting you know. Um, I also really like mild physical activity too, like walks in nature or like walks in the city if that's where you live, just like nothing too intense, but something to get you moving and out of your head. And knowing that this is essentially all in your head actually helps me because if I'm ever having a hard time sleeping and my mind is running rampant, journal prompts actually really help me and calm me down. So these are a couple good journal prompts for you if you are ever experiencing anxiety. One, list out all the things you're worried about right now and really sit with that list and try to see how they like come together, big picture. Like see if you see a common theme or also acknowledge like how little they may mean grand scheme because in your head they feel so much bigger and heavier but then once you like let it all out on like the piece of paper it's kind of easier to digest everything i think i kind of saw I, okay now i forget if i'm mixing this up for something but i think i kind of saw somewhere that like doing this is helpful for your anxiety because it's like digesting your anxiety because it's like you're you're processing everything on the piece of paper you're digesting it and then you're taking out bits of information like the nutrients and the things that are meaningful so that way you can like see what you have to work on and then by you just leaving it all on the paper too it's kind of like you like leaving the rest like like pooping out the rest okay maybe this was totally not the right analogy it made sense but now that i'm talking this through it doesn't make as much sense but you know what i mean just leave it all out on the pages my friends just leave it there slap it on the pages and leave it there <laughs> okay number two this one also is helpful because it just makes me feel hopeful and sometimes when i'm getting when my like mind is kind of spiraling all it takes is just a little bit of like feeling hopeful to help so write down two long-term goals and come up with ways that you can actively today or tomorrow start working on them it just makes me feel like excited for the future and it also makes me feel like i have control of what's going on journal prompt number three Think about how you can treat yourself more kindly when you're having these anxious thoughts. Like, are there any exceptions or can you poke any holes into your anxious thoughts? For example, if you're worrying about XYZ happening, can you poke some kind of hole into it and be like, actually, like, it's possible that might not happen because of this. Number four, list anything you're grateful for or proud of recently. Honestly, like gratitude prompts like this just really helped me so much because it helps me get out of my head when my head feels like a negative space, but then it also, I don't like lose my sense of self. It grounds me and it makes me so thankful for everything I have and for my life. And I promise you guys that it will really help too. So anyways, those are my journal prompts that I have for you guys to have the best hot girl and healing summer in 2022. I hope that you guys try these if you guys have any issues. Again, talking about all of these things feels so taboo and wrong for me right now, but 
I just feel like this is how any progress gets made and how any healing happens is by addressing it and helping you guys feel less alone. So if this episode has helped anyone out there, um, please let me know because I'm scared. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like, please let me know because I think it's just nice to know that like we're in a community and we're all going through the same things together. So yeah, if you liked what you heard, please leave a review down below. I promise you guys, like it literally makes my day and I always read the newest reviews to Jimmy. Um, he gets excited with me too. And yeah, it's just like a fun little thing. And it, it honestly, it means so much to me because like in social media, you have like reposts, retweets, whatever. In podcasting, reviews are kind of all you have to know that you're like going in the right direction and doing the right thing. So thank you so much to anyone who's left a review so far. And thank you for anyone that's about to leave a review. It means so much to me. Anyways, that's all I have for this week. I'll see you guys next week. Bye!